Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast. Fit is an acronym representing founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are looking to live a life wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. A space for us to connect on the raw, real stories of mind, body, and soul alignment of entrepreneurs and kingdom leaders. I'm your host, Tamara Andress, and this podcast isn't like the cookie cutter interview experience. I've been coined the entrepreneurial rabbi, and so we do go there, unscripted. No matter how far, wide, deep, or high the there is, my desire is to see people rise from the inside out into their greatest calling by sharing their truest stories, talents, and tips. As a purpose activator and brand builder, I believe our successes and failures are derived from who and whose we are, not what we do. But strategy and vision are equally as important to the mission. So let's cut to the chase together and get fit in faith. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Smart Hustle Podcast, where we inspire and educate small business owners to start and grow successful businesses. I'm Ramon Ray, your host. I've started four companies, sold two companies, authored several books, and more. Be sure to check out smarthustle.com, that's smarthustle.com, and sign up for my Thursday 2 p.m. EST emails, which inspire and give you practical tips to grow your business. Are you ready? I am. Now let's check out today's interview. Tamara Andrus, thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate you being here. You do so many amazing things. And I have to give a shout out to our peeps at Breakfast with the Champions, where I've gotten to know you better. I've known your brand before that, but I think we've gotten to know each other a bit better uh, off of BWC. So Tamara, welcome. How are you? Thank you. I'm so excited. And yes, I'm so grateful for that connection. They've been truly uh, game changing the family dynamic of entrepreneurs across the nation. And I believe eventually across the world, even more so. So I'm grateful to get to know you and have the time to share with your community here today. Thanks. Absolutely. You're welcome. Two things we share in Comrade Tamron. And one of those things you share more forcefully than I do, not because I don't, but it's just we all share things we all have different jam but faith and in particular god and in particular being a christian uh, and business so i want to touch on those two things today and probably a bit more about business because my audience is a bit more wide sectored but i just want to leave the floor for you and why don't we start there and everybody listening we're going to touch a bit on god today but for those who are not in faith-based or anything like that we're going to get into some business tips too but i do want to give you the floor Start however you want, Tamara. God and business. The floor yeah. is yours. And I, I do have questions, but I'll just let you start off and give us an overview. The floor is I yours, love Tamara. It. Yeah, I love it. So I, I didn't know that I would ever blend my faith with my business at any point. I was an entrepreneur for a decade before I was even really in my faith to the extent that I am now. I always believed that God existed, but um, didn't have a relational understanding of who he was or how that could integrate into my life. And um, I actually had two businesses that I let go when I was 29, one of which was a global nursing bra line uh, that I had helped redesign from the Australian market and brought it to the American market. And another was a local brick and mortar and online boutique for maternity and infants. And at that time of my life, I had to make a choice. I was kind of at one of those fork in the roads where you have the opportunity to go right or the opportunity to go left. And it was really a hard decision to be able to do that, to let go of the nine figure contract, right? And to let go of what was my college project, which was the boutique with my mom. And when I did that, I ended up staying at home 
home with my kids for a while and seeking uh, who I was and what was I really passionate about, that identity conversation that you hear about and purpose. What was my purpose? What were my true passions? And what was I actually just doing because somebody told me to or the expectation of success or anything along those lines? And so I went back and got my ordination and minister's licensing during that time, in addition to going to a 24-hour, seven days a week uh, worship school. And no, I did not go that long, but that was the premise of understanding worship and living your life in a state of worship 24 hours, seven days a week. And so those three years were really special to me. And I remember sitting across from my pastor, who was a part of the Leadership Multiplication Institute, um, who taught me all about leadership and business and faith connected. And I said, I have no idea where I'm supposed to go from here because I feel called into helping people in the church unlock their greatest purpose. But I also know that I am in stride in the entrepreneurial realm. Like it's where I drive, it's where I jive with people. I love business. And he just simply looked at me and said one line and he said, God will give you grace for your space. So maybe you'll speak on the at the pulpit or maybe That's a t-shirt by the way. That's right? a I know. You have to get a t-shirt. God will give you grace for your space. Mm. We'll talk so about that offline. Good. Go ahead. Yeah, and so then or maybe you'll be in the entrepreneurial business world and he's like either way he's going to make a way and you just say yes. And so that was the defining moment of where do I go from here? Only God knows. And um, he's made a way in such an incredible experience of business coaching with the faith premise of biblical foundations and how we approach our business. I love that, Tamara. I want to ask you, why did you decide um, why did you decide to mix so much and forcefully? Definitely don't do it in a bad way. It just, you know, those who yeah. have to get to know Tamara Andrus better. But what I'm trying to get at is this. Let me, let me be clear. And then we can, you know, full vulnerability on my part. I'm a dedicated, committed Christian, lover of Jesus Christ. Okay. Rarely do I say that on being calls like this and et cetera. I've chosen, it's not hiding at all. And you can help me say this, but not to have it forceful. People yeah. come up to me at events quietly. Ramo, are you a Christian? I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But you, you know, kind of, you know, you're a little more upfront with it. And, hey, I love God. So here's your path and your journey. Why did you decide to do that? Because you could have done what many of us do. Hey, I happen to be a Christian, but let's just talk about how to use Twitter. You do mix them pretty well. You're upfront about it, you know, as, as many of my sisters and, and brothers in the space are. Just curious, just to put a bow on that. Why did you feel, felt to, to put both together? Because I tried it the other way. And for me and my testimony and my personality type and um, what I know to be truest for my life now, which is that premise of faith and family, uh, I don't want to ever get confused again. Mm. And I, I've lived, and, I, and I'm going to use your, your language here, I've Please. lived the hustle lifestyle and I, I refuse to do that. And, and I know also how easily I can be succumbed to doing that again, um, because I thrive in this space. Um, but at the same time, I know that if I keep my faith as the premise, then I don't have to do anything. I just get to be in his presence and in his grace. And does that mean that my schedule is not packed minute by minute? No. Does that mean that I don't want to see people make millions of dollars? No, I want to help them like grow and live in the purpose that God has for them. But I, I felt like the only way that I could do it well without forgetting my footing was to remind myself now, does that mean that everyone I serve is in the Christian belief system? No. In fact, I have people who are proclaimed atheists who will actually work with me because they just I'm want not, some of Tamara. Yeah, I'm not the 
throwing, <laughs> I'm not like a Bible thumper, right? Of like course, I don't, yes, yes. I do have a Bible in my yep, office yeah. right near me, right? <laughs> I but it, I, I don't it. carry it around everywhere yeah. that I go, but it's in my spirit. And yeah. so I have a lot of times people are like, where do you get your energy? Where do you get your joy? How are you always doing all of these things or being all of these places? And it's honestly, I can't do it on my own. Like yes, I yes. just always use the word conduit which I think is exactly the type um, and why people are attracted to you in the same way, Ramon, is that you're a conduit of his energy without having to say, I am a Christian. But for me, I've seen the broken church. I've seen what church has done to people. And I say that church in the little C box church, the four walls church, and I've had an experienced churcher. And so when I talk about being in my faith, I want people to feel welcomed and I am a hostess by nature. And so I have that blend of Mary meets Martha in my life, and it's taken a while to get there. I love that. That blend of Mary meets Martha. I love that. And to your point, Tamara, that I definitely want to dive into some key business principles for the Smart Hustle audience. I, it's funny, two things. Just today, as, as we're recording this right, right now, everybody, some people hear this sooner, some people hear it later, but I'm at the Traffic and Conversion Conference, and somebody said, well, dude, why are you so happy and excited? Now, People who are not Christians, not people of faith, atheists could be happy and excited. But for me, to your point, that's where it came out. I'm like, well, I believe in God. I like Jesus. I didn't, you know, I wasn't trying to preach to him, but he asked, he opened the door. And to your point, the same thing. I talk about the Survive and Thrive conference I did last year ago, when, when, right when March, when President Trump's kind of sealed off America, and then the rest of the world followed and or before, meeting in that March timeframe of 2020, I went to church Wednesday night Bible study. I prayed to Amber, and I said, God, what am I going to do? And I, 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 had, I was inspired to do a five-hour live event. I was sitting in my office for five hours straight, nonstop, interviewing people and moderating. It was a show. That's and awesome. We had big sponsors, and it was profitable. So, uh, Tamara, let's take a break. and Not a break, but let, help, let's reset a bit and help us understand. I should have asked you first, who is Tamara Andrus? Obviously, besides someone who loves God, Jesus, um, what do you do as a business? What, what are the key things you're helping people do? Yeah. So I love to see people take what was their mess and turn it into a message. And that seems cliche because I hear those words all the time, but I do so in a way that they allows them to live a prosperous life under the promise of God. And so what does that mean? It means creating podcasts, right? Just like this and being allowed to speak and teach and share from your place of testimony. Um, I've had a podcast for three years now going into my fourth season soon, and it has been one of the biggest blessings on my life from a connection standpoint. And so allowing other people and teaching other people to do the same thing. Um, I also help cultivate their coaching structures. So they'll come and they'll say, you know, I want to serve other people from my testimony. I have no idea how. And so teaching them through the framework that I utilized over the course of the last several years and through my entrepreneurship um, when I was in my 20s is understanding how do you kit something just like a framework? What's the blueprint that is you and uniquely you? And how can you serve other people through that? And so how does that correlate to our faith is like the test and the testimony, right? It's like the pains and the passions get to come together and serve out of purpose. Um, and so a lot of people come and they become coaches after they're working with me, sometimes for the first time. Um, and a lot of people are like, I'm not worthy, right? And that's a whole conversation we could get into. They don't feel like they're worthy to start a podcast. They don't feel like they're worthy to coach other people through the trials and tribulations that they've overcome. Um, they have a hard time with valuation. So that's a huge piece that I help to unlock for people is you do not have to be in the ministry mindset of I am a poor pauper and therefore I'm a servant of God. 
Like that is not the way that it works, right? Like the fruit that you bear, the fruit that you bear, fruit is also a resource of finances. I get to make further impact. You get to make further impact because we show up in that place and it's through our gifts and talents that we do so. Um, Additionally, I love to help people curate and figure out how do you get your book out into the world? How do you get that message into that space? And so I actually newly, as of this morning, Ramon, so this is really fun. uh, I just curated the Fit and Faith Press publication company uh, that will be uh, launching my first book here, my first personal book. I am an author of several uh, anthologies, but my first book in a couple of weeks. And so I really want people to get their message to the world and I want to be able to help them in the process of doing that. So speaking on stages, podcasts, um, coaching, online, branding, all of those things are some of my favorites. I love that. And regarding the book one, I have a few more questions, but are you starting a book Press launch company, or you're saying that you created your first book, somebody else publishing it, or Tamara, Tamara, come to Tamara to I, publish their book. Correct. Okay. Number two. Nice. Yes. I love it. Yes. I love it. Congratulations. So for taking that. them through how um, and, and blueprinting that for them since I've done three at this point and helping people, they are always coming to me with questions on how do you get into an anthology? Yep. How do you write a book? What's your flow like? Um, and so helping them teach that and curate their message, which is no different than honestly curating your message around podcasting or coaching. It's the same. It's all the same. I love that. Tamara, what I'd love to do, if it's okay with you, but as I told you offline, I'm pretending to lead this interview. You're really leading it. <laughs> You're doing um, great. Why don't we touch on those three things? But I do have a question about pricing, and I think that's a very important thing. I want to touch on that. But why don't we touch on a tip or two about books? A tip or two, what do you tell people about when they want to begin their coaching journey? And a tip or two, I think you said courses. You help with that. I do courses. Well. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. take courses and podcasts. They're kind of connected together. Podcast, you said, yes, thank you. Yeah. So why don't we just do a tip or two on each of those? Those who may say, I don't want to talk to Tamara. I want to get everything I want to learn right from most podcasts. No problem. <laughs> we give you tons of value in, in the 30 to 40 minutes we're together. No problem. But let's, let's give a nugget or two on those buckets. Before we do that, though, I think pricing is important, especially – I'll, I'll defer to using my words, not yours. It could be even a struggle for uh, uh, mature business owners. I know it's been for me uh, to some degree, but I've learned by God's grace and, and learning from experts. But let's touch on pricing. Is there any one or two things? I know it's a big question. You could talk about pricing for ages, but if you had to say, Ramon, out of the men and women who come to me and they're like, Tamara, I got to sell the T-shirt for $49. I want to help people. I want to sell it for $3. You get where I'm going. What are those two yes. or three things or one or two you're, you always, you always are telling them. Yeah, I I always go back to asking them the things that they invest in and what do they find value in. And so a perfect example is I was coaching with a gal and she had this really beautiful like teal Yeti cup that she was drinking her Starbucks coffee out of. And I said, well, okay, this is great. I'm so excited. I know you're going to make such an impact. Tell me how much you plan to charge per hour. And she's like, I don't know. I was thinking like 25 maybe dollars an hour. And my eyes like blew out of my head and I'm like, okay. So you're telling me that your Yeti coffee that you're drinking out of now is worth more than you as an individual. And the you that has been poured into not just financially have you developed the breakthrough that you have because there's therapy involved, there's schooling, there's education, there's time, there's literacy, there's 
a relationships that have been cultivated. You find your valuation in all of those things. It's not because you have a degree, you get to charge this. That's not how that works. So when I think through and anybody comes to me, I want to know how much time have you invested into it? Are you truly an expert, right? We talk about that 10,000 hours kits you as an expert in that specific field. Um, we talk through what have you invested financially into becoming uh, an expert or a thought leader in this space to be able to teach somebody else? What results have you gotten from it? Who have you served freely? I do want to know that people have served people freely because if they haven't done that and they're just coming out of thin air to serve in this way, it's going to be hard to gain traction. One, because you don't have testimonials. And two, you're not actually doing anything that's proven other than the fact that you're still breathing, which I value. And so those are a couple of things that we talked through. And, and I want to really help them understand and unlock that what they've invested to get to where they are. And that's the, the truest value that I've seen. So she is now way more than a Yeti cup and doing phenomenally. She actually uh, was able to move and, and have a new house with things that we've done. She was able to actually take over a lot of the finances in her home, even over her spouse within three months of working with me. And so it's, it's really cool to see the outcomes that people are having based on these conversations of breakthrough. I love this, Tamara. I'm going to throw a, what I think is a very difficult question at you. So we'll see live in front of billions Uh-oh. of people. Can Tamara answer it? We'll see. It's a political question, Tamara. Oh, gosh. We'll see. We'll see. It's a political question. Politics okay. and faith. I hope yeah. people are still listening. <laughs> Here they go. Here we go. But Tamara, I need to sell this uh, shirt to people in my church. I can't sell this shirt for $400. They'll, they'll blah, blah, blah. I got to sell it to Sister Jenny. She, she sings at me in choir. She's a single mom of 40 kids. I, I want to sell it to her for, for free, maybe a dollar. I'll give her a discount. You get where I'm having some fun here, but I I'm do. saying some real scenarios yes. that I go through with people close to me. We all talk about, and people we talk, we, we hang out with these ballers. You know who they mean, the voice yes. I mimic. You should be selling that for $5 million. It's, it's hard, Tamara, to do that. I'm looking Tamara in the eye and telling her to buy my watch. How can I tell Tamara it's $50? Well, she's my buddy, my friend. And I know she's going to Kmart to buy for 10. I've talked enough, Tamara. I think you get the question. How do I address that issue of selling to my community? A very good question. It's a very hard thing that I too will be vulnerable in sharing. I have a hard time with, um, and it took me years to get to the point where I knew what my valuation was in the outcome of what it is that they received. So it's less about the transactional value of the thing and more about what happens after the thing. So you give me the watch. I never miss an appointment again right? You give me the watch and I wake up and I think, wow, I look good today. I feel better about what it is that I'm wearing. No different than the shirt. Maybe there's a message on the shirt. Maybe that $400 shirt, 50% of the proceeds is going to a nonprofit that you're really passionate about. Maybe not. Maybe that was hand stitched and grandma's grandma, grandma taught you how to do it, right? I believe in the valuation of of things. And I also believe in the valuation of people. And what we need to do is integrate them together. And so people stop looking at a person as a product and start looking at product as the people who put the product together. They don't get to be one or the other. They are both and. And so when I think about pouring into someone based on a product or them as a person serving me in some way, shape or form, as you would serve a client, Ramon, I think about their family. I think about their generational line. I think about the community that they're a part of because good people with good money make great impact. 
that's another t-shirt right there. We should just start a t-shirt line right here. And I know, Tamara. <laughs> we go. Have, I love fashion. I'm in. I know you do. And if I had hours together, I know one thing that I do tell these people who come to me and ask me these questions is, you know, you may have to just shift your audience. And, and I know you believe in this too. And, and you have to make money to serve others, all these things. So you answered it well. Ding, ding, ding. Congratulations, <laughs> good, good, Yes, good, indeed. Good. Yes, indeed. Okay. Let's dive into it about 12 minutes to go. And again, there's no rush on the podcast. We can go as long as we want. I just try to keep them. As you may get a sense of, under, of knowing me a little bit, Tamara, I have a very short attention span. And even as I say it, though, I feel like crying. I don't know why I cry very easily too, but that's just me. Some people are more the, the NPR. So Tamara, let's go back to that value. They can go on value for four hours. Me, I'm like, you know what? Seven minutes, everything there is to know about Twitter. Oh my I'm gosh. Done. Well, I can't wait to have you on my <laughs> podcast because you have to be there for a whole 45 minutes. So I'm going to have to send you something minutes. in the mail to keep your fingers <laughs> fidgeting. <laughs> okay. No, but seriously, we can take as long as we need. But okay, let's. why don't we go through these three buckets, Tamara, that you help yeah. people with? Again, we, we can't solve everything about podcasting, book creation. And uh, the third one, we can't do that all day long. Yeah, let's touch I got on podcasting. What, do you, yeah. what are some things that you tell people? Let's talk to the new person. They keep hearing about podcasting. They've seen the news, Shopify, Amazon, Spotify. They listen to maybe some of it. What are some things you tell Becky or you tell Jonathan as they're trying to start their own and why? Maybe address the why should they? And sure. what's that one or two nuggets that they should learn from you? Yeah. So why it's an amazing entry point right now to share your message and to be broadcast across the globe. Like literally, it's amazing to see when I look at the map, who listens and where they are in the world, right? They have access. And so access is a huge part of it. But the one thing that I would suggest is if you're interested in starting podcasting, really, really take a leap into the video podcasting world. Uh, I started right out the gate with video podcasting and it is curated almost all of my content. One episode episode, I could curate 30 days of content from. And so it's not a work harder, it's a work smarter situation. And I think everyone really connects even deeper when they can see the people that they're interacting with and who they are and how their mannerisms are. You get fully integrated with the person who is speaking and the story that they're sharing. So video podcasting is where it's at, I think. Um, and I would definitely say the why is all around uh, access. And then Tamara, how do, what are one or two things, again, we can talk about lighting, camera, video, hosting, YouTube, Vimeo, yep. we can go on this for a million hours, but listen, what are, what's one or two things, so we get the why, I'm convinced Tamara, okay Tamara, I need to do it, I'm on a phone call with you, any, any guidance, it could, I, it could be technical, or it could be mindset, it could be editorial calendar, who knows where you'll go, but what's one or two things that you could recommend, hey listen, you're trying to start your first podcast, Tamara's just convinced you now, you need to have a podcast, or you should really consider it. Put it that way. Now, what are one or two things that here's where to start? Here's what to do, because there's a thousand different ways you can do it just with your phone. What do you tell yes. people, Tamara? So I utilize StreamYard and I really love it because I stream live to YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn when I go live. So that really helps. Uh, and another thing that's like a key component is audio cannot be read by Google, right? And so Google is reading us. That's what SEO, search engine optimization is doing. And so I take all of my podcasts, video and the audio, we take that audio and we get it transcribed. We've utilized Rev, we've utilized Happy Scribe, those 
coaches or a couple of services, and they will transcribe my entire hour episode. We turn that into a blog, which then is housed on my website. And it can also be curated for those 30 days of content I mentioned as quote cards, as quotes for the other person who's on my podcast, because mine are predominantly interview. And um, that truly allows you to get seen outside of the audio realm. I use Podbean, um, but Google will then start reading you. And so if I'm talking for an hour with Ramon about podcasting, guess what? Other people aren't speaking about podcasting for an hour. And so my search engine comes up higher and I get to be ranked in those spaces. And so the 10,000 hours we talked about, I have absolutely talked for 10,000 hours on so many different realms of faith and business. And so um, those are a few hopeful people are taking notes because that's a lot of information at once. Absolutely. And again, this is just really a taste for this, but I think the main thrust we'll get today is faith and business. But I do like to give, as you know, my style of taste, like 5,000 different things. I love it. So, I have podcasting. A, an e-course all around Please. podcasting. So it's called the Amplifier Voice e-course, and it truly takes you through step-by-step. You can do this within 48 hours. You'll have your podcast live, and then it's up to you to take action. But it teaches you, even from a branding perspective, my creative designer and expert, Morgan Hart, who is on my team, she teaches you as well. Janice, who does all of the back-end blogging stuff. She teaches you that. So it's um, very robust, but totally uh, up your alley if you're interested in doing it. And is the best way to find out all this, I wanted to ask you this as well, but Tamara Andres, is that the best, that's that's the right. best place? Okay, good. Yep. And we'll have all this in the show notes and all that. Great. Um, so do, hey, check that out. It's a, you said it's a, a, free, a, free, a free course, a free resource on that? No, it's not that? a free resource. Okay. It's 297 and it it's gets a, you- It's a course. Yeah, you can a course. learn how to do it. Got it. Yes. Love it, love it, love it. Listen, you're talking to the lady who's like, make profit, make money, but serve others and help them do it. So those of you who are tired of Googling, 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 and you're trying to, oh, this didn't work. Oh, I don't know how to do this. Invest something here. Learn how to do it right from the person who knows how to do it. Because I'm saying she knows how to do it. Not that she needs (laughs) me, but y'all are my audience. So I'm saying you should check out Tamara Andrus. And that's that. So definitely check that out from TamaraAndrus.com. We'll have all this in there. Okay, Tamara, let's touch on maybe books. I've written several books. You've been uh, part of several books. Um, uh, Why should we do it? And I think it's probably the similar reason why we should podcast different, different medium, but similar thing, but why should we? And then what are one or two things you tell people, Tamara, when you're talking about people coming, okay, Tamara, I got an index card of my thoughts, baby, be quiet. Shut up. Shut up. Mommy's on the phone. (laughs) Um, You know, I got a legal pad, like Brian Benstock, just do it. There's no excuse. Um, I got a legal pad full of all my stuff. What do I do? Or maybe it's all in my head. It's a jumbled mess. I went through a nasty thing in my life and, and I just want to tell people about me. Yeah. I don't know. I've thrown a lot of things at you, Tamara, but the floor is yours. Tell I me something it. I need to know. Yeah. So I think learning about people's workflows and how they write a book is really interesting for me, just like Ramon gave us the example of the kiddo who's coming in and inter- interrupting every sense of, of your thought pattern. I have to take writing retreats. And so for three years, I will take a retreat and it's a full extended weekend. I turn off all my devices minus my computer, but everything that's a distraction is gone. And I have to get into the full flow. I've been known to sit in the same chair for six hours other than for my restroom breaks and answering my room service. <laughs> and I do this because it's it will literally pour out of me um, once I am clear in what is it that I'm pouring out of, right? And so mind mapping would be how I would really suggest coming to collective thoughts of everything that's in your brain and where the direction is that you want the storyline to go. So what is mind mapping? If you were to think back in the day when you think of the spider uh, visuals of stream of consciousness, 
thinking that you probably did in first, second, third grade when you're writing stories, you're taking the big concepts. What is the main point of the message that you're trying to get across? And then how can you ideate from there? Just in that same stream of conscious flow, you're going to have a multitude of other concepts and stories from your life that come into play. Uh, Maybe it's references from certain people that are experts in that field. So it becomes more of a robust experience rather than a me-driven conversation because nowadays people want to hear about you, sure, but they really want to know about themselves. They're always thinking when they pick up a book, what's in it for me? So if you want to write a memoir, which is part of what I wanted to do, I needed to think about it. How can this serve other people? What impact do I want this book to make? I don't really care about sharing my story. I can do that on a podcast, right? But from sharing my story in this specific realm, I am able to impact in a different way because there are actual key points and phrases and workbook pieces that they can actually probe the question in their mind and take the time to actually do it rather than fleeting through a podcast. And Tamara, is it fair to say my uncle did this? So if he's wrong, you can just say, Ramon, your uncle's wrong. No problem. (laughs) But um, is it fair to say that if you want to do your own book all about yourself, You can do that. Pay somebody money to publish it. Give it away to your kids, your church, your family and say, here's Uncle Bernie's book. And or though, if you expect to sell or make even not sell it, make an impact, it does have to be something. Okay, it's Uncle Bernie's book, but three, three ways you can save money better. If I I said that kind of clunky, but is that about right? Meaning anybody can publish anything they want. But if you want somebody else to take notice you got to think about what it's in it for them. Is that right? A hundred percent. Or how are they going to relate to it? Or what um, change agent or transformation will they have? It's no different than we were just talking about the exchange of value from the product or the person. If they're buying a book, they are going to invest time. And so maybe they're buying $14.99, maybe it's a $29.99 hardcover, whatever it be. They're about to invest a lot of time to read that book or listen to it. If it's on audible, what are they going to get out of it? I was listening to um, green lights with Matthew McConaughey this past weekend and incredible book is about him. But I know that there is going to be a message in it for me because of the type of teacher that he is. He's never saying things um, fleeting. It's always with conscious thought of how he lingos his words together that create a massive impact. And so I think a big part of that is, as well is the type of reader, like knowing your avatar, knowing that, ty- that target audience and how you're going to serve them really does matter. That's awesome. But does he say it? Does he is, is the book kind of like he does in the Cadillac or whatever commercials? Like, hello, this is you know the book. And when I was going down the road with my children, does it sound that you know? Is it like it is amazing? <laughs> he is like full on acting in it. Anytime he references somebody else, he takes on that character. It is it is so good on Audible. I highly recommend it, and I love his voice anyway. But he's a very good storyteller. And one of my favorite parts, which I think you would really appreciate because of the quick wit that you have is he does this thing called bumper stickers. He's collected bumper stickers his whole life. And so in the middle, he'll just be talking and he's like bumper sticker. And then he'll say what the bumper sticker is. And you're like, wow, that was really good. It was fast. And then the entire next portion of the story is connected to the bumper sticker. It's really cool. That is hilarious. I love that. Tamara Andrews, um, so much we could talk about. We've talked a bit of today about faith and business. And again, Tamara and I are both Christians, but again, faith, if there's some other faith that you like, this can help you too. Uh, we've totally just touched on podcasting. You're not going to learn everything there is about podcasting here, but I thought it was important. We've talked about books, courses, and I think that the bottom line here, Tamara, that I'd love you to close us out, and, and I have more time, but if you want to give us another tip or thought, but I think is as creators, I think there's ways that we can, what I'm hearing, create content that serves others, 
build a fan base, hence, right, my personal branding, being a celebrity CEO, my own book, and serve people, and they will want to buy from you. This is what's happening today. Tamara and I have known each other. I've crossed paths with her before we've met over the recent months, but as I've gotten to hear her more and more and more, nobody's crossed hands. I'm like, oh, I got to get her knowledge on my podcast. So that's kind of what we're talking about. But Tamara, what do you want to leave us with? What else should people know about you? And feel free to give your website uh, clear instructions on that, anything you want uh, before we end this awesome discussion. The floor is all yours. Absolutely. I think the one thing I would definitely want to say is that you don't have to be an exclusion, like an exclusive entity or niche. Okay. So a lot of people are like, I have to niche myself into this specific thing. I can only show up in this way. But as I've talked just from the faith piece at the beginning, like I get to be all of who I am when I show up to serve people. And so when you're creating content, a book, a podcast, an e-course, a coaching modality, any sort of business. I mean, I think we have a lot of people shared friendships in the automotive industry, I think that they should do this exact thing is every part of who you are gets to be kitted into service and value. And so I am a huge travel buff. I love to travel and adventure with my family. And so you're going to see them on my social media. So people will ask, what does that have anything to do with me starting a coaching company or me writing a book? People who are attracted to me, just like people who are attracted to any person of influence, they don't just follow them because they like their hair color. They follow them because the life that they lead is literally leaving an example or a legacy on their own life in that very moment, and they're attracted to it. And so when you're creating content, create from a place of passion, and people will literally magnetize to you based on that. Um, That would be my tip of advice. And you guys can get in touch with me and check out my, my magnetizing ways. I like to say that I help to illuminate people from the inside out. Um, I'm most probably present on Instagram. I'm also on Clubhouse with Ramon with Breakfast with Champions. I hang out on LinkedIn and Facebook and all the places. Um, My book will be coming out in October called Always Becoming. So I'm really excited about that. And so depending on when this drops, you guys got to check it out. It'll be on all the places that you can do it. And yeah, uh, come and check me out on TamaraAndress.com if you want to understand how I put my faith into what I do. I do have a deliverable um, called Joy Zone, and it's understanding how to create your five-figure path to prosperity uh, based on personal and professional development. And so I I go through my 5H formula that truly allows you to do this um, in your own life. And that doesn't matter where you're showing up um, or what kind of business entity or faith that you have. I love that. I love that, Tamara. Feel free to just spell tamaraandrus.com. Definitely. Yeah. Everyone gets it wrong. Let me tell you a backstory. My name came from The Price is Right a week before I was born. Thanks, mom, for all of the input. And it is the normal plain Jane that nobody knows how to spell. It's T-A-M-R-A, just Tam. And then Andres, A-N-D-R-E-S-S dot com. I look forward to seeing you guys over there and definitely reach out because it's me and I love to pray with people or interact with people. Voice memos are my thing. So send me an actual note and I will send you one back. I love it. Everybody, once again, this is Ramon Ray, founder of smarthustle.com, where we try to, I think we do a pretty good job, inspire and educate small business owners to start and grow successful businesses so that you can live the life you want by providing for your family and supporting your community. And this has been my friend, Tamara Andrus. And uh, you definitely want to check her out about all things, I think, for creators. That's the bottom line to summarize that. If you're a creator kind of struggling or you want to be one, definitely check out Tamara Andrus. And this is Ramon Ray with smarthustle.com. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this interview, could you give it a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform? Remember, at Smart Hustle, we inspire and educate small business owners, that's you and me, to start and grow successful businesses. Be sure to check out smarthustle.com, again, smarthustle.com, and sign up for my Thursday 2 p.m. EST emails, which inspire and give you practical insights to grow your business. Thanks. Hey y'all, it's me again. I hope in today's episode, you sense and ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at fitandfaith underscore podcast or me personally at tamara.andress on Insta. I hope that I can keep you accountable and also share you with the greater community of the Fit and Faith podcast listeners. We're totally in this together. Community over competition is the motto, right? I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. I'd love to feature your thought in the next episode and give you and your passion project a big shout out. You know I'm a writer, so I love words and I can't wait to read what you have to say. I'm ready to fuel the flame with you together. And until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. Tune in next time. This is Chris Christensen, and back in 2006, I started a simple project. A project to try and introduce more people to the Bible through Bible study called the Bible Study Podcast. It's a simple name and a simple idea. Each week, every week, we study one chapter of the Bible talk about what it says and what that might mean for us today. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for the Bible Study Podcast on your favorite podcast app.